Hello, everyone, and welcome to One Control Report Podcast, episode 121. I'm Benjamin Yoder, here today to talk to you about video games and anime, which maybe doesn't seem like too far off of a topic, uh, considering I, I do do a lot of Japanese games and stuff, but uh, if you're if you're not familiar, I don't watch a ton of anime. It's just never been like something I've been super invested in, but I kind of go back and forth. There's like periods of time where I watch and watch a lot of it or, or, or at least read a lot of manga and then periods of time where I just don't really do a lot at all. And I've never really understood why that's what's the case. But uh, basically at the end of last weekend, I was like, I'm going to watch an episode of an anime and try to get my, myself uh, to, to start watching something. Because uh, it had been a while, and I, I, I kind of tried to patch up this, like, want to watch some anime with, like, Love Plus and stuff like that, and, and it didn't quite quite satisfy that itch, so I feel like it's been kind of something that's been coming for a while. Uh, so I ended up watching Relife, which which is which an an, is an anime I kind of took interest in, in uh, like three years ago or so. Whenever whenever it was coming out, there's like a promotional video that showed up on on like my YouTube feed or my Feedly. I forget which which it was, and um, yeah, it's basically like about this 27 year old dude who is a, a neat. So he's he's kind of in between jobs and working part time, but but like he doesn't have enough money to survive on his own. So his parents are like helping pay for his apartment, all that good stuff, and uh, and so basically he gets submitted to join a program where they like take a pill to make him look like he's 17 again, basically. And and he goes back to high school for a year, and, and the whole thing is to kind of kind of uh, give him a a second chance to like, or I guess like bring bring himself back to the 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 previous like youthful youthful hopefulness he had before before the real world beat him down. <laughs> um. So so yeah, it was it was fine. Like for the most part, you know. And uh, the original reason I didn't really watch this in the first place was I, I saw that it was like about this 27 year old dude. It's like, cool. But then I went and read the description. It was like a 27 year old dude who takes a pill and becomes a high school student. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like I I prefer if I can to, to watch anime about like adults or something, or at least like something like more unique. I mean, high school, th- there's so many anime with high school. There's nothing necessarily wrong with it, but, but it's nice to kind of get away from that. And so you know, I always had my eye on it, and I saw it when I when I was searching through some stuff, and so I was like, eh, maybe maybe I'll finally give it a shot. So I sat down to give it a shot, and yeah, it's fine. It's like a it's like a high school drama, just kind of with a gimmick. Uh, but then over time, that gimmick, you know, kind of transformed itself. You know, obviously being a twenty seven year old dude in a high school class that's going to start you know causing problems. Nobody sees him as a twenty seven year old dude. Everybody sees him as a seventeen year old. But like, but obviously he builds up friendships and inevitably builds up a relationship with one particular girl kind of thing and then so it's kind of the conflict of of like oh like do i let this girl know that i like her because i'm literally a 10 years older than her kind of thing and and she's a, a i don't know what the age of consent in japan is but i'm gonna guess a minor i mean she's 17 or something like that um Versus like the UK, I think the, I think the UK is like sixteen or something. Um, but anyways, either way, it's a large age gap for for a young age. Um, so so yeah, and it, it kind of goes where I expected it to go. You can kind of see it by like episode two. You can kind of see where it's gonna go. But I think the big thing is that it uh, 
the twist it, it was going to take that I kind of predicted actually happened quite a bit sooner than I expected. And so it kind of changes how you how that series is presented. The problem being is that the anime is only like one season long. Um, and so it's like 13 episodes. And then the second part of the story uh, is only like a four episode OVA. So what I ended up doing was halfway through the the or well after the first season finishes the anime and I saw what was happening with the second season, I was like, I'm just going to read the manga because I care enough about this series now that I just want to see all of it rather than get this like cut down thing. So, so I had read the manga and yeah, yeah, it was pretty, it's pretty good. Um, I liked it. Uh, it is one of those things where it's like, you know, it introduces some complex or taboo problems and stuff like that. And then it just kind of like cheats its way out. And so it's kind of, it's like, even though it's a satisfying as a series, and I think this, there are this anime has a like, or series has like a satisfying ending either way, even if it is kind of like a cheat ending. Um, I think, I think it can be a little disappointing when, when, when a series just like, oh, we have this convenient situation that, that led to solving the problems. Uh, there's this one Korean manhwa I really liked called, uh, Why Did Men Stop Wearing Heels? And, uh, it's about this dude who, like, wears, uh, high heels as a hobby. And the answer, like, like, so inevitably at some point somebody finds him out and, and so his social and work life just kind of go to the, go to the pits and he can't really live a normal life anymore without you know people mocking him and stuff and um and the ultimate like resolution of that was just like basically he gets he gets sent to a place where where everybody just kind of accepts him for who he is for no real good reason other than just it's convenient and and it, it was just kind of like disappointing, I guess, because it's like, oh, they didn't even bother trying to answer this question. They just came up with a convenient excuse of how to bury this this problem. Um, so so yeah. Uh, and the other part of of because uh, like the the taboo thing in this case is is the age gap thing, and I feel like age gap in general is just not particularly well done a lot of times. Uh, I remember after the rain when I read that that was a. Uh, I thought it was charming, but it also was like the girl really didn't have a lot of reasons to like the the the, the guy kind of thing, and so it just kind of came off as weird. I mean, even though it's, I mean, I like the manager. I think he's he was he was a fun character and stuff, but but I think there's just like not really a good dynamic between the two characters in any way. So it just kind of came off as just like ah, well, this is the the gimmick of this series, but it's not really what it's about. And I didn't, I don't think I finished it because I think the the the. The manga I was reading had stopped uh, translating around the time the anime had come out, um, but uh, somebody on on Twitter had let me know that it was uh, the ending was more focused on this other thing that was becoming more of a problem. So, so it wasn't really focused on the whole age gap part of it. Um, one series I think that did that was really good, but but uh, maybe the age gap thing wasn't as big of a deal as Natsu uh, no Zenjitsu. I like that one a lot. It's like, like a college dude who's dating like this older businesswoman, but, um, but because it is like an older, like an older group of people, the, the, the age gap part of it isn't really that big of a deal other than just kind of like a, a kind of a side note kind of thing. Um, Natsu no Zenjitsu does, does play a lot with like the fact that the main character is like a, a young guy who who doesn't always make the best decisions and things like that versus like the level-headed older lady who, who's like the head of a business kind of a thing who makes you know who i don't know i don't want to say makes good decisions but you know like is is kind of like stable as a person 
uh, it does play with that a little bit, but you know, being a later age, you know, the, the age gap between somebody who is like 25 versus 35 may not feel as significant as someone who's like 17 and 27. I feel like the, between the ages of 15 and 25 are probably like the biggest gap in your life where you'll change as a person. But I don't know. I'm, I'm 29 at this point. So, so it's not like I'm that much further out from that to really know, uh, if that's, if that's true or not, I don't have the personal experience, but you know, just from observing people around me, that's kind of how I feel. So yeah, it was a fun series. I might, um, I might follow up on the author's, uh, follow-up series, and and try to maybe get like a steady manga reading schedule again. Um, I used to read a lot of manga, but I kind of fell off of it for various reasons. And um, I I tried to get back onto the manga reading training at one point, but I kind of forgot where I was in a lot of my series and stuff. So I figured if I if I jump onto this and maybe get to the point where because it's it's an ongoing thing, get to the point where I'm like checking in on it every week or so. Uh, maybe I can I can start to build up a catalog of manga that I just kind of check in on once in a while. But I don't know. We'll see. I may just go away from it again, and then six months to a year from now, go like, what kind of <laughs> what kind of trashy uh, slice of life romance shoujo kind of thing can I can I read or or watch again, and then go through this whole process again? So again, I don't think after the or uh, I don't think real life is particularly anything super special, but it is. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was fun. It was good. Um, in terms of games this week, I haven't really played a lot. That was that was kind of the majority of my week because of the um, because work has been kind of <laughs> kind of draining. That and like any any free time, I basically was dedicating to to getting through that anime manga series because I was just like I just want to do all this at once. Um, but there was there was a, a handful of game announcement stuff or or news announcement stuff because of Tokyo Game Show and other related things. Uh, Nintendo showed off, and I, I was going to talk about this last week, but they didn't actually show off the product yet. Um, Nintendo showed off Ring Fit Adventure, which is like this uh, plastic ring that you like put a Joy-Con in and you like squeeze it together, and there's like a leg strap as well. So you do like different exercising poses and stuff to play like this. <laughs> this jrpg kind of thing it it, it, in concept it actually looks really fun and i I, i'm always interested in like the games that require more intensive motion stuff so like you know uh, fitness boxing or or i've taken more of an interest in dancing games and like you know uh we cheer and things like that so so it's kind of up the alley of like a, a space i'm i'm looking at right now so i might i might check it out and this seems like the most game like game like of all those which i think is fun i don't really like the style of the game i think it's like a like a greek mythology kind of thing with kind of a cartoony style but it didn't really come off as like i don't know like something about the style just didn't like do anything for me it just kind of comes off as generic or something like that i'm not sure why why it's so so generic looking to me but, but I mean, they definitely went out of their way to go for a style, so I don't want to say that they didn't try. <laughs> um, but yeah, it looks it looks pretty fun. Basically, you just do like a bunch of poses and and like constrict this ring and stuff, and it does different attacks and lets you like, you know, run through the environments and collect some stuff and level up. So I might check that out. I, I don't. I didn't see if they announced when that thing was coming out or what the pricing was, but uh, you know. Uh, I'm I'm still putting time into fitness boxing. I, I dropped it for a while, so I picked it back up, and and that game's still evolving. So I need to continue to spend time with that for now. But yeah, maybe maybe I'll check out Ring Fit Adventure. Um, 
In terms of like Tokyo Game Show news, there's Project Resistance, which is like a Resident Evil uh, co-op game, which seems to be the the, the flavor of uh, Resident Evil Outbreak. That looks pretty neat. Uh, the, the trailer was just like a CG trailer, so there wasn't literally a lot to say about that. Admittedly, all these things that I'm talking about, I I just kind of did like a brief skim over the internet, so maybe there's like some actual gameplay out there. I'm not sure. But uh, Project Resistance, uh, the it basically looked like it was trying to it's going to try to recreate that that kind of outbreak style with four characters running around an environment, assisting each other, and uh, and I assume with the ultimate goal to escape or something. Um, I never got around. I never got around to playing Resident Evil Outbreak. That's something that I've always wanted to do. I don't really know if there's like a way to play those online. I'm pretty sure I've seen ways to play those online, um, but but I don't know what the the hoops you got to jump through to do that is. So. It's something I want to do eventually, and, and I've been considering picking up the games for a good while now, because there's like an offline mode, I believe, where you can kind of play through some stuff. And I like the idea of playing as characters who aren't like core Resident Evil characters or something like that. So maybe someday, but but Resident Evil has kind of taken a very, very slow, like back burner position in my gaming pile of stuff. Uh, I like the franchise a lot, but, but I just haven't had a lot of desire to push forward on it lately. Um, Gun Survivor is kind of the big one that I've been wanting to check out, but I still haven't gotten around to it. So, and then there's also the PS4 version of Yokai Watch 4. Uh, I'm kind of surprised how quickly this came about. I mean, maybe the Switch, the Switch version has been out for a little bit, but, uh, but I was kind of expecting it to be a little longer, but. I don't think Yokai Watch 4 particularly sold super great on Switch, so I'm gonna guess they had this thing in the works before before this. But but I think it's getting it on as many platforms as possible is good, especially if you if you go look at a lot of the Nintendo Switch footage from what I saw online of the small like you know small bits of gameplay I saw. So I I can't speak for this as somebody who is well, like as somebody who's played the entire game. I know I know there's definitely some people I'm following online who have who have played a chunk of the game at the very least, the, the Japanese version of Yokai Watch 4. The English version is not out yet. Um, the game looks like it runs a lot better from what footage they showed on PS4, which, which because the Nintendo Switch version did not run great from what I saw. So so that's really nice. And and I hope when they localize it, they bring both of them out at the same time. Uh, that would be kind of frustrating if they just localized the Switch version first and they're like, we'll get back to the PS4 one later. And then they'll be like, eh. <laughs> um... But yeah, that, that's that's cool. It it, it kind of looks the same, like visually. So it still got has that like you know, I don't know if generic look is the right word. Like Yokai Watch has a look that feels like it was specifically designed for the technical limitations of the Nintendo 3DS, and and when you kind of just blow those up onto a Nintendo Switch and like make HD models and stuff based off that, I think the characters kind of look off model. Um, I'm not sure if Yokai Watch might need to like evolve its like artistic style or something like that or or reconsider its character design it's not it doesn't look bad i would say it just kind of looks a little a little flat um especially you know compared to to pokemon sword and shield which i know people don't like that how that game looks visually but i think i think it has a style you'll recognize pokemon where uh where yokai watch 4 i i kind of question if it has much of a style per se as much as it's just like 3d anime boy running around town <laughs> so there's the gameplay trailer for yakuza 7 which which I've, they've shown some gameplay in the past and we had that big like reveal that it's going to be like a jrpg kind of thing so like a turn well i don't know if a turn-based battle system is right but you know a more hands-off 
battle system in, in the style of like a traditional Japanese role playing game. Um, I didn't, I didn't really have anything new to add to that other than just, uh, you know, it's kind of funny, like just seeing the rest of the trailer for the gameplay one where it's like, oh yeah, this is still Yakuza though. Like there's just tons and tons of mini games and stuff. And just like the dude walking around town and things like that. Um, a lot of the, there's a lot of like flair to the battle animations. I wonder if that's going to make the battles feel a little slow, but the big thing is, I think is that they, the attacks have a lot of impact. So even if it is slow, at least it will feel good to to smack people around. Um, and hopefully there's like if it is if it is something that is actually, you know, they recognize as like, oh, this battle system is kind of slow. Hopefully they add like a fast forward feature or something like that. But I, I find that way with like Skies of Arcadia. When I play that game, you can press the Z button to skip the animations of like special attacks and stuff. But I almost never do that because I like the animations of the special attacks so much. Uh, I don't know if, if in Yakuza yakuza 7 if like when you just do like a normal melee attack if that also has like a fancy animation or if it's basically just uh like you know smacking away with the camera in the the typical position or like with a slight change you can change your job i think it was like dancer hostess uh i don't really know the ones but they're like very yakuza like jobs which i thought was pretty neat so Looking forward to that when I play it eventually sometime in the way, way near, not near, far away future. <laughs> uh, there's also the reveal of Umi, Umihara Kawase Bazooka. Uh, Umihara Kawase Bazooka, I don't really know a ton about. I actually had a little while where I wasn't sure if this was a re-release of the Umihara Kawase game that came out, Umihara Kawase Fresh, or if this is like a a separate thing. It seems to be using the same engine and like the same mechanics of the game. Um, but I really, I, it, I don't think they put on any gameplay. I tried looking at some of the screenshots and it kind of looks like a weird Smash Brothers thing. Everybody has like a set of HP on the bottom of the screen. Everyone can like kind of grab each other and push them around. I think it like the, the animation they showed in the, in the post, like had somebody grabbing somebody and then like putting them in a bubble and then knocking them away. So I don't know if it's like a weird bubble bubble thing or, or what, but it seems like it's going to have Umihara Kawase characters and then also a bunch of other uh, characters, some of them which are I think are original characters, even though they look very much like the other uh, uh, characters in that. I forget that company's name, um, but very much like their other games. And it also includes that um, that like PlayStation 1 adventure game or something that, that recently had a character added for Blade Strangers as well. Uh, the girl and like two other characters are are in there. So, so I like the I like I like the look of the game a lot. I still haven't gotten around to getting Umihara Kawashi fresh. It's it's been on my list to of to do. I haven't looked to see how much it is. I I probably should pick it up, especially if it's cheaper. Um, but we'll see, we'll see. I I, I still haven't played the first two original Umihara Kawashi games, so that's something I really need to do sometime. I I really like Sayonara Umihara Kawase though, or at least Yumi's Odd Odyssey on the 3DS is the one I played. So, um, although I do, I do have it on PC as well. So, and then there's a couple of trailers for a, a couple of mobile games we've been following for a while now. Love Plus Every was there. Uh, they're showing it off again. So still, still. Uh, I actually didn't see if they, they announced a release date for that, but that was at Tokyo Games Year last year, and you know it's been kind of constantly pushed off by by konami and so it's been in kind of development hell so I, i'm not sure if they they've showed off uh i haven't looked at the actual uh footage yet that they put out there but but it's got good to see an update on that um i need to actually sit down and spend some time with it the problem is it's just like i i still am playing love plus on the ds and 
I've tried a few times and I really haven't gotten invested in Love Plus in the way I've wanted to. Um, I really need a I really need to hunker down on the dating part of the game and do the time skip mode and experience that because, you know, as much as I like the beginning part of the game where you get to know Nene and Manaka and all that stuff, uh, that's not really the core of the game. And and I really need to sit down and, and, and experience what that game actually is because without that, it just feels kind of underwhelming. It's like the opening chapter of a, of a visual novel. It reminds me a lot of playing like trials of old visual novels that I used to do. Like uh, when Manga Gamer would put out trials for their visual novels and I was too poor to afford their like $50 games. So I was like, oh no, I will uh, eventually play these. And then most of them I never did. Uh, Kata- not Katawa Shoujo. Uh, Kara no Shoujo was one of the few that I actually went on my way to to buy. Uh, but I bought it digitally. I didn't buy the physical, unfortunately. So... Admittedly, I didn't really come away loving Karano Shoujo, so so I, I I don't feel so too much regret about that. So uh, and then there's also Castlevania Grimoire of Souls, which I did, I did watch the trailer for that. It looks pretty much how it did before, maybe a little cleaned up. Um, the the biggest if you if you've been on the Grimoire of Souls website in the last like year or so, the biggest thing to note on there was there was a kind of a Q and A section where they talked about feedback from the beta test. And, and like the number one bit of feedback was that the controls of the game were just not good. So I'm curious to see like what they've done about that. If they've done anything about it, if like, you know, at the end of the day, it's an action game on a touchscreen and I'm not familiar with action games on, on mobile phones to say like, what's the best implementation for using virtual buttons and things like that. Um, but I would really like it if they put it on a platform that had actual buttons or, or added controller support or something. I, th- I think I heard recently that like the, uh, iOS, they're going to be doing like adding PlayStation and Xbox controller support to the platform, which is kind of neat. I'd have to double check on that, but that sounds like what's happening. So if you could do that, uh, that'd be nice. I, I, I have an Android phone myself, so I, I really haven't looked into the options for that kind of stuff. But if they have gamepad support, you know, it's, I don't know. I would rather it be like on the Switch or something like that. I only say the Switch because I feel like the Switch gets some mobile stuff from time. My PS4 does too. I don't care. Put it on a plat- console platform with a controller is what I want. I don't care what platform it is as long as it's the one I can play, I guess. So <laughs> if, if you put it on Xbox One, try to put it somewhere else as well because <laughs> I don't have an Xbox One. So, so yeah. That's kind of it. I did play some more games over the weekend, but I think I'm I'm going to call this podcast a little short. A little tired. <laughs> um, so we're going to just... We had a couple of long podcasts. I, I'm a little, like, uh, uh, tired of also, like, the, the Nintendo Direct Gamescom, now Tokyo Game Show kind of recap of news I was interested in. So hopefully hopefully next week we have something that's a little more uh, diverse in, in presentation. Although we did talk about anime for, like, ten minutes this week. That's that's something different. Um, so I don't, I don't think anime is going to be a big part of this, this podcast or anything like that for the future. (laughs) So I wouldn't expect a lot more, but, uh, you know, if I do do anything that I think is relevant, maybe I'll, I'll mention it on here, but, but not a part of the plan. Uh, in terms of this new content on the website, I went ahead and started recording or started streaming the Valkyria Chronicles DLC. Uh, that first video I did was a long mess. I didn't finish the first mission. It's really hard. So we'll see how that goes. If I'm going to continue to do that DLC, I'm a bit hesitant to, but we'll see what kind of progress we make next week. And if I'm pushing forward, I won't feel so bad, but if I get past the first level and it's like a brick wall again, then I don't know how much I want to stream that. Uh, I might just do that on my own personal free time and 
and leave it at that. And I kind of feel like I already kind of figured out what I wanted to know about that game. It was like, how similar is it to Valkyria Chronicles 4? Uh, The answer, very similar. (laughs) Um, I was actually very surprised how closely uh, they, they felt to each other. So... Still a good series though, as much as as much as it hasn't changed that much structurally. It's a lot of the smaller changes I think that that really matter. But like on the surface level, it definitely feels like all the other Valkyrie Chronicles games. Um, and then also I have uh, a Rhythm Thief quick play that went up last week, and then this week I have a Final Fantasy 15 Comrades quick play going up. So, so if you want, go ahead and check those out. And uh, hopefully by this weekend, I'll have started working on the next video. I, I started recording some footage for it, so still working on that. But I don't know how much footage I'm going to need. And I really need to clean up the script of the thing I want to do still. So, so yeah, I also got to start working on the Lost Kingdoms 2 podcast stuff. So, anyways, thank you so much for your time. OneControlReport.com is the website. And I hope you have a great week. Bye.